Today we're going to be talking about how music affects your brain, your moods, and overall your everyday life. Stick around. Hello and welcome to the Warrior King Podcast. My name is Michael Riggs. I'm a full-time author, artist, and entrepreneur here to assist you on your journey to unlocking masculinity, manliness, and the warrior spirit within, and overall leveling up your life. So the topic of today's episode could be backed up by science and studies and things like that, but I chose to take a different approach and give the information based on what I have learned over time and my own experience in my own life. From the very beginning, music has been a huge part of my life. I've been a musician my entire life, and I grew up playing music, playing in bands and stuff like that, and I came from a place of listening to very, very aggressive music to now mainly listening to classical music. And there's some other things I listen to too, but there's a reason reason that I mainly listen to classical music and that's what we're going to be talking about today. Let's dive right into it. And when you are through with this episode, I hope that you have a better understanding of how the music that you're listening to is affecting your life. It's affecting your success. It's affecting how you interact with other people. It's affecting literally everything. The music that you listen to is huge, especially when you're trying to be better in your life. You're trying to do bigger things in your life and you're trying to pursue your goals and dreams and be the best you that you possibly can. So when I was growing up, when I was a kid, I loved heavy music. The heavier that it was, the more I liked it. The more strange it was, the more dark the imagery, the more I liked it. So I started out listening to new metal bands and um, that eventually in my early teen years transitioned into the underground hardcore scene in Georgia and Florida, which ultimately led me to playing in hardcore and punk bands all through my teen years and my young adult years. If it was loud, if it was heavy, if it was aggressive, especially if it had very aggressive screaming in it, that's what I listened to all day long in my younger years. Now, being that I defined myself and my life by the traumas that I had been through, it gave me an outlet for my aggression and for my emotions, especially in the hardcore scene of the early 2000s. The music wasn't like it is now where it's just about basically darkness and evil. It was more about feeling and emotions and the things that we go through in life and overcoming them. Overcoming was a huge part of it. I got very involved in the Christian hardcore scene as well as just the general hardcore scene. And somewhere around the end of the 2000s, it transitioned into even more aggressive music. Deathcore was getting even more popular and the music was getting heavier, more aggressive and darker. And I was involved with a lot of that as well. Now, I will tell you that my sons are here right now playing very wild out there. So I apologize if you can hear their footsteps running through the house and they're screaming at each other, but they're wild boys. So hopefully we can get past that and I can get this talk to you in the most effective way possible. Um, Hopefully the mic's not picking up, but I just wanted to mention that just in case I find it in the edit and I find myself debating whether or not I'm going to re-record this whole episode, but I hope you don't mind and I don't mind. Like I said, they're boys, so we'll move forward here. So when I started playing music in these hardcore and metal bands, I started out playing bass and then I moved into drums, I think for a little bit, and then I became a lead vocalist, which gave me even more of an outlet to express all of the things that I was going through in my life and the things that I defined my life by, which were mostly traumas and bad things that happened to me. I had a way to express that through lyrics and mainly through screaming my head off in front of hundreds of people. Um, So one thing that's very clear to me about that time in my life, even though it was one of the best times of my life, I had a lot of awesome friends. I did a lot of awesome things. I was able to do things that many people don't get to do in their lives, like playing a hardcore band in front of hundreds of people. To hear and see people seeing the lyrics that I wrote back at me and being able to hold the mic out to them and stuff like that. Like a lot of people don't get to experience these things. So awesome, but at the same time, one thing that I noticed about that 
time in my life is that it was defined by emotion and anger and frustration and rage and just this constant seeking of downness and feeling more and just an overall darkness like within. All day long I was listening to this super aggressive music. I was playing the super aggressive music. I was trying to find meaning in all of it and expressing my meaning in it and I mean I took it very very seriously like hardcore and metal and the whole scene from Georgia to Florida. I did nothing else but play music, listen to music and go to shows. Sometimes I wouldn't even have money to go to a show, but I would ride along with somebody and just walk around asking everyone outside for a dollar until I had enough dollars to get in. Like that heavy music in that time was my life. So we're going to start there with heavy aggressive music. Now, while I was in this state of depression and this state of rage and this state of trying to find myself in the world and um, and all of that, you know, just depression and anxiety and all of the dark feelings that we all experience in our lives, um, I was listening to this dark, depressing music. And if it wasn't dark, it was, you know, the lyrics were about heartbreak or falling in love. and But the music was very, very heavy. So I'm feeling all these things all day long and I'm trying to figure out how to feel better sometimes, but it's constantly being reinforced by this negative, aggressive music and this negative, aggressive lifestyle. And then when I became an adult, that music carried over with me. Like I stayed interested in that aggressive music. It kind of expanded across genres a little bit more. Like when I was a teenager, I was very adamant on like hardcore only, but I started listening to all sorts of heavy music in my adulthood. And um, that depression and that anxiety and that darkness never really went away. And I dealt with a lot of crazy things, but it was like I was saying, it was being reinforced constantly by the music that I was listening to. Like if I felt something, I would turn the music on and it would just make me feel it even more. I'm someone who feels music very deeply. Like I said, I've been a musician my entire life. So when I listen to music, it's not just like entertainment to me. Like I, I feel it a lot. And, and I believe whether you recognize it or know it or not, that music is influencing how you feel. It is influencing your behaviors. It is influencing your moods and it is influencing how you're going about your day-to-day life. You see, we find meaning and depth in music. You could listen to a song when you're sad and it could just open you up in ways that nothing else could. Like there is power in music and there's power in the music that you listen to. Like if you were going through a breakup, for example, which I've gone through many times in my life, if you're going through a breakup, for example, you turn on some music and it lets you feel that and it increases those emotions and those feelings and you find relation to lyrics. You're like, that's just like my life. And the song could have almost nothing to do with your current circumstance or situation. And you're finding meaning and you're feeling feelings from those note structures and from Um, the way that the song plays out, how it sounds. Um, There's a lot of feeling in music. We find meaning and depth in music. It's just how it is. That's why good songs are so good. Songs have the ability to deeply move you in all sorts of ways. And if they don't, you might be a sociopath. So let me try to give a couple of examples here. Let's say that you hate your job. You hate going there every day and the people around you at your job have just been pissing you off. And you get in your car in the morning and you crank up the stereo and it's some blasting metal that's very aggressive and the lyrics are talking about punching people's faces in and whatever else. Like when you get to work, you're going to feel aggressive. You're going to feel amped up. You're going to feel pumped up. Whereas if you listen to something that was calming and soothing or something without an agenda, you um, you might have a totally better morning at work. You might approach people differently. You might not already assume that you're going to get in a fight. You might not even be ready for a fight. You might not even feel like having a fight. Let's say that you're going through a breakup and you're deciding to, you know, go across town to talk to that girl and meet her face to face and you're listening to a 
really emotional emo song that's talking about how she just doesn't understand and she broke your heart and she's horrible and now I'm just so broken and wimpy and miserable. Like, how, how is that conversation going to go when you go to approach her? Whereas if you listen to something level-headed, level emotion, and high vibrational, you would probably go into that discussion with her much wiser, much more ready to have an actual conversation, stuff like that. So music definitely affects our moods. It affects literally everything. It, like, it affects your nervous system. It affects your brain. It affects the chemical composition of your body. Like I said, I could get really scientific about this and prove it to you. You can look that stuff up yourself, but there is a difference between high vibrational music and low vibrational music and songs that portray anger, hatred, sadness, heartbreak, depression, all of these things. Sure, it might feel good when you're feeling those things to listen to those things, but it's not helping you at all and it's not going to help you get out of those places. If anything, it's going to reinforce those negative feelings and those negative chemical reactions in the body, increase them and it almost becomes addictive. Like once that starts happening, that music can become addictive and there's also been studies that show that we become addicted to our negative thought patterns and our negative emotions. So if music is reinforcing those things and causing these changes in the body and in the brain, that music can become addictive and we will listen to it just to feel those things again, just to feel those negative things. And we don't want to feel negative things in our lives, guys. We want to have a high quality of life. We want to pursue our dreams. We want to be that guy that we dream of being, that super awesome dude. And you can't do that if you're listening to low vibration, low quality, dark music. It just won't happen. Music has the ability to change your entire day morning to night. If you don't believe me, I'm going to give you an exercise here in a little bit and a challenge, if you will, that will prove this to you and will prove that the quality of your life will be massively amplified in a positive direction if you simply change the amount that you are consuming this down, dark, negative, emotional, sad music. All right, so a few years ago when my life fell apart and came crashing down all around me and I was living by myself suddenly, I spent a lot of time listening to this aggressive music and emotional music and down music. Again, just to relate to something and feel how I was feeling. I wanted to feel like someone understood, you know what I mean? I was also listening to a lot of um, like rap music as well, just because I felt like it boosted my confidence. Aggressive rap music, talking about having a lot of money, having a lot of women, having a lot of success, stuff like that. I will admit I listened to a lot of that too. And it was at a certain point in that journey of figuring myself out. And once I realized I need to learn how to be a man and what that means, and I need to level up my life, that I realized that the music that I was listening to was influential influencing my moods. It was influencing my life. It was influencing my day to day. It was influencing how I felt, how I approached the world. And at a certain point, I started mainly listening to praise and worship music and like bluegrassy country style music. And this was mainly influenced by my now wife, who I was seeing at the time. And also by the company that I was working for as a Christian construction company, the guys who took me under their wing and showed me a lot of what it meant to be a man. They listened to praise and worship music all day long at work. And at first I was like, what the heck is this? How are we supposed to get hard work done with all this super up music going that's uh, talking about God and all that. And eventually it just, it got to me and, and I realized that my quality of life was massively improved by listening to this music. And I'm not necessarily saying just go listen to praise and worship music only right now, but I am telling you proof 
from my own experience that listening to that kind of music, that uplifting music, that belief music um, drastically started to improve the quality of my life and how I felt on my day to day and started to make me feel a bit of hope that life is good. I'm good. The past doesn't matter. There are good things in store for me. And that's when I realized that the music that I had been listening to was affecting my life, affecting my brain, probably even affected my entire circumstance before my life came crashing down. The music that I was listening to probably contributed to all the anger that I had, all of the depression that I had, all of the anxiety that I had, all of the sadness that I had and defining myself by the past and constantly seeking that validation for these negative, horrible, dark emotions. Like the music that I was listening to was reinforcing all of that. And I'm going to continue right after this quick ad break. If leveling up your life as a man and unpacking what it even means to be a man is something that interests you, you can grab a copy of my book, Warrior King, Unlocking Masculinity, Manliness, and the Warrior Spirit Within. It's a seven level course of self-discovery that will help you unpack what it means to be a man, how to level up your life as a man. There's topics in here ranging from marriage, relationships, dating, the primal wild self, what it means to reign as a king, what it means to dominate in life, all of the things that the world wants to extinguish from you as a man. It's all in here. Everything from my own journey, from taking myself from being a total nightmare in my life to landing myself in my dream life. It's all in here. The seven levels are the primal, the listener, the wise man, the lover, the protector, the warrior, and the king. Through these seven levels, you will learn to be a totally awesome dude. I want to get it into your hands. If for some reason, and I, I mean this, don't, don't exploit me here, but if for some reason you can't get a copy of this right now, like for your circumstances, like you're barely making your bills, you're trying to level up your life, um, just get on my website, michaelriggsrights.com, fill out the contact form, shoot me an email, tell me why you want to level up your life as a man, tell me how much it would mean to you to get this book in your hands, and I will send you a free copy of the ebook. I mean, I'm not just going to send it to anybody. Like I really, I want you to tell me that this is something that you need in your life and I will send you that ebook and I will connect with you and it would be super awesome to get this in your hands. I love giving to people. I love doing good deeds. So I would love to do that for you. If you're in a situation where you can't just buy this book right now and, and you're kind of desperate to level up your life, I would love to do that for you. You can find it right now at Amazon an ebook or paperback. It's also on Kindle Unlimited. If you have that subscription, you can read Warrior King and thousands of other self-published books that are mostly crap, but this one's awesome. Uh, and let's dive right back into this episode. There is a massive difference between up music and down music. So up music is something that makes you feel good. It makes you feel fun. It makes you feel happy. It gives you good feelings and good emotions. It makes you feel optimistic and ready to take on life or ready to love on your woman. Down music makes you feel angry, aggressive, makes you feel like punching someone in the face. It makes you feel like being sad, being down, being depressed. I don't know why I'm losing my voice here, guys. Um, I guess I'm not used to talking this much. I'm used to typing everything on a keyboard. I am a writer after all. Up music, down music. You can just very easily see a difference there and you probably know the difference based on the variety of music that you've listened to in your life. A great example of down music would be a band that I listened to when I was a teenager called Emir and it was very dark, aggressive, heavy breakdowns, heavy, heavy screaming. All the lyrics were about heartbreak and hating your ex and all that kind of stuff. A good example of up music, most of the time, they have some sad songs, but a good example of up music is a band that I love, Angus and Julia Stone. I love listening to them. I love listening to Angus Stone's other project, Dope Lemon, which is more chill, kind of um, psychedelic type music, but it's up. You understand what I'm saying? The down music is what makes you feel negative emotions and the up music makes you feel good. So let me ask you something. If you're pursuing greatness, if you're pursuing your dreams, if you want to have a better life, if you want to level up your life, is angry, aggressive, negative music that puts you down 
of makes you feel all of these bad emotions, is that reinforcing your success or is it kind of holding you back from it? Ponder that for a minute. Take a minute to think about that. Is the music that you're listening to, if it's negative and down and if it's low vibrational, is that moving you forward on your journey and on your quest in life to be the best you possible or is it holding you down? Because if it's making you feel aggressive and angry or sad or depressed or anxious, that is a huge waste of time, bro. Like that you are trying to be the best you possible. You are trying to pursue your dreams. You're trying to live a life of peace and comfort and freedom. Don't let this music get you down. Don't let this music reinforce the negative things that you're trying to expel from your life. It's not just entertainment. It's very real that it is affecting your life. It is very real that it is affecting your brain. It is very real that it is affecting the chemical composition of your body and even the vibration of everything in life. Like the music that you listen to is very, very important. Another thing that I would like to mention here for the heavy metal listeners into the hardcore fans and all that is heavy music is not what it used to be. Like I said before, the heavy music that we listened to sounded very aggressive. It sounded very dark, but the lyrics were about love and heartbreak, going through things in life and all that. Now, the metal bands that are coming out now and the hardcore bands that are coming out now, I've noticed are the lyrics are about evil. They're about darkness. They're about death. One of the most popular metal songs in the world right now, I can't even think of the name. It's the it's the band that everybody goes crazy about. The guy's crazy screaming because he sounds like a demon. Um, he has a very wide screaming vocal range. Um, gosh, I wish I could remember the name of it right now, but I don't even care to. Um, Douchebag, sideswiped hair, um, really lost in life. Anyway, the t- it's like one of the most famous songs in the world in the metal scene right now. And it's literally about killing yourself and accepting going to hell. That's what the song is about. And I know that even my nephews love this band. They've seen them live and, and they go crazy for them. But what I'm saying is, is a song about yourself and accepting going to hell, progressing you on your journey to being the best you possible, to being a multimillionaire, to being anything that you want to be in life. No, it's going to reinforce wanting to kill yourself and go to hell like that. I can't even believe the stuff that these guys are putting out now. Now, the difference between heavy music back when I was really into it, when I was a teenager, um, for example, there's a band at the time called War From A Harlot's Mouth, and they're very heavy, very aggressive. It's from the time when hardcore was transitioning into more of a deathcore, which is like like blast beats, super heavy breakdowns. It's more metal. And um, they had a, a pretty popular song at the time called... Now, again, this band is called War From A Harlot's Mouth. The song is called Uptown Girl, so on, so on. You can look it up yourself. I'm not going to play it here because I don't want to get sued by an old band, you know, but I am going to tell you it was a very aggressive, very heavy, very technical song, and it wasn't about killing yourself and going to hell. I'm going to read you a little bit of the lyrics right now. It was easy to give in to temptation, to glorify you and become dependent, and you continue to fail to provide clarity and clarity. The signals were easy to misinterpret, yet strong enough to attract my hope. What a burden I have loaded it on my shoulders, even the strongest back threatens to collapse beneath it. Do you hear me? Do you hear me? You are out of reach, but visible. Will this distance lead us together? It isn't easy to forget who you are, but please, please don't limit me. Now, is that a negative song? No, it's it's a song about like a breakup or a heartbreak or a guy who was in love with another girl. But like I said, if you go and listen to the song, it's very heavy. And that's the difference between the music that we listen to then and the music that we listen to now is it's not even aggressive and dark and making us feel negative emotions, but also it's reinforcing evil and dark things. And that's not good for the spirit either. So it might seem fun. It might seem like entertainment. It might seem fun to entertain this dark music 
music and um, these musicians are very technically skilled and it can be fascinating. But what I'm telling you is it's affecting your mind, body and spirit on a deeper level. And if you want to be the best you possible, if you want to level up your life, if you want to get rid of depression, anxiety, sadness, all of these negative things, all of these low vibrational things, you cannot listen to the music that reinforces it in your body, in your brain and in your spirit. It just doesn't work. Now, I will admit just for honesty's sake that sometimes I do go back and listen to throwbacks. I do listen to old heavy songs. But now that I'm at a certain point in my life where my life is good and I'm happy and I've I've leveled up my life and I'm better, I can hardly tolerate two songs. Maybe I'll play a couple of few and then after that I'll go days without listening to that heavy stuff again just because it takes such a toll. Like I said, I mainly listen to classical music or what I call up music, which is mostly folk, indie, country, um, bluegrass, stuff like that. And if you'd have told the teenage me that I would be listening to bluegrass, I would probably punch you in the face. And that's honest because I was a little bit of a hardcore kid. But now I just have no use for those things. I have no use for that negative down aggressive music. And I noticed that if I do listen to it, I do feel aggressive. I do feel down. I do start feeling feelings from the past that I felt when I listened to those songs. Those songs, those throwbacks even remind me of times in my life. And I start thinking about them and dwelling on them while the music's playing. And then I realize I can't do this. This is bullshit. I got to turn this stuff off. You know what I mean? Like, and then I listen to some more classical. And so you might ask me, Michael, why classical? All right. So the first thing, the first reason that I listen to classical is because I'm a writer. I write fantasy and sci-fi books and some other kind of stories along the way. Um, I've written some mystery and stuff like that. So it does help me with my writing to listen to cinematic style classical music. And that's where it started. So soundtracks, things like that. That's where I started. And then playlists where it was like cinematic classical music compiled together. I would listen to, I would listen to fantasy soundtracks. You can look up fantasy writing playlist and, it, and it'll give you a whole bunch of just awesome fantasy style cinematic songs you can listen to while you're writing. So that's where it started for me. And then I started getting more into classical. Um, last Christmas, my wife took me to see the Nutcracker live, like with the symphony orchestra and the live ballet and all that. And observing that art, I was just like, wow, I could get really into this. So then I started diving more into, you know, classical, classical, and then like new age classical. And just basically now I listen to all kinds of classical music music. I listen to cinematic classical, like fantasy style music. And then I listen to just general classical music. And I have found that for my mind, body and spirit on my day to day, it's super awesome. The second reason that I mainly listen to classical now is because classical doesn't tell you how to feel who to be. When you listen to it, you're you're listening to it raw. And whatever you're feeling in your life at the time, you're going to feel that authentically. Like whereas if you listen to a dark or aggressive song, like if you listen to an angry song, it's telling you to feel angry and aggressive. If you listen to a sad song, it's going to tell you to be sad, especially if there's lyrics and words in it that you find meaning and relate to. Classical music does not tell you how to think, how to feel, or who to be. It just is what it is. It's just beautiful. And let's say you're sad, you will feel authentically sad while you're listening to it. If you're happy, you will feel authentically happy while you're listening to it. If you're feeling aggressive, it might even make you feel better. So classical music I have found, I listen to mainly because it just betters my life. Another thing that comes with it is that it's kind of high society music. Like if you think about it, if you think about the old days, it's it's intelligent music. It's when you think about a genius or an artist or anything like that, you think of classical music. That's because it's intelligent music. It makes me feel special. It makes me feel worth something. It makes me feel like I have value. It makes me feel intelligent. You understand what I'm saying? That might sound silly, but it's absolutely true. Like when I think about being a multimillionaire, I don't think about listening to Slipknot. I think 
think about listening to some high quality classical music, having a cigar and a bourbon or a scotch even and looking out over my land. You know, I don't think about (laughs) dark, angry, depressed music or even low vibrational rap music. That's just not what comes to mind when I think about success. So because classical music doesn't tell you what to think, how to feel and who to be in that moment, you will react to it authentically. You will be able to focus on your goals and your dreams. You'll be able to imagine where you're going in life. It won't take you away from. Now, ooh, so we've talked about before how your thoughts and your beliefs create your reality, right? Like you have to control your thoughts in your mind if you want to be successful. So that angry, aggressive, dark music and that low vibrational music and that emotional music is going to pull you away from thinking about those things, thinking about where you're going in life, thinking about pursuing your dreams, thinking about your future. Whereas when you listen to classical music or up music, it allows you time to step back, get into your thoughts, imagine the future, imagine the life that you're going to have. It allows you to control your thoughts. It doesn't pull you away or take you away from controlling your internal state of being. So like I said, doesn't tell you what to think, how to feel, or who to be. And sometimes when you listen to that dark, aggressive, emotional down music, you start feeling things that you otherwise wouldn't have felt in the first place. Maybe you were in a great mood that day and you decided to turn on some of your old throwbacks from whatever or some down music and then suddenly you're feeling things that you wouldn't have felt before. So it's just a waste of time. It it distracts you. It takes away from pursuing your purpose. So my recommendations would be to listen to up music that makes you feel good, makes you feel happy, makes you feel optimistic, or listen to praise music. I know that's not everyone's thing. That's okay. Don't come after me for that one. But if it is your thing, listen to more praise music or definitely also pair it with classical. Either one of those things. Classical will totally change your life, I promise. And now we're going to get into the challenge that I have for you. So really quick, I want to read one of the notes that I made for this episode because I don't want to mess it up, Uh, but it's really good. Let what you consume audibly reflect who you want to be. Successful, powerful, happy, and accomplished. I'm going to say that one more time. Let what you consume audibly reflect who you want to be successful, powerful, happy, and accomplished. Ooh, that's good. All right. So the challenge that I have for you, let's say that you're a metalhead. Let's say you mainly listen to rap. Let's say you mainly listen to like emotional indie stuff that's really down and and makes you feel things or, or tells you to think and feel a certain way. My challenge for you is for at least one to two weeks, only listen to cinematic classical, classical, or music that's up, music that makes you feel good. And then I want you to report back to me, how did this change your life? Like how did like, you might notice it right away. Like, wow, I felt so much better in my day. Or you might not, I don't know. You might just say, Michael, you're an idiot. I'm going to keep listening to this dark, depressing music. But I promise you from my personal experience, it has completely changed my life to listen to different things, to listen to things that make me feel good, to listen to things that allow me to focus on my dreams and my visions and where I'm going in life and doesn't distract me from positivity. It doesn't distract me from hopefulness and dreaminess and and uh, optimisticness. So that's my challenge for you today. Um, for one to two weeks, only listen to good stuff. Listen to mainly classical and let me know how it goes. Again, thank you guys so much for watching and listening. It's so good to be here. It's so good to finally be reaching men all over the world with these positive messages. If reaching men all over the world with these positive messages that will help them better their lives is something that you're interested in supporting, I'm going to put a support link down in the description of this podcast or video or wherever you're getting this that will lead you to a support page where you can give a couple of dollars a month towards this podcast to help me get it to more men worldwide, which is my mission, reaching men worldwide. I hope that this episode inspired you. If it especially inspired you, 
leave a like rating or review wherever you're getting this content because that's how it will reach more men all over the place. Definitely subscribe wherever you're getting this content so you don't miss a single one of my episodes. Stick around. I'm building a whole community here and it's going to be super awesome. Lots of awesome stuff on the way. I have a lot of expansion on this book and podcast in the future and I want you to be a part of that. So definitely stick around, subscribe, and thank you again and I'll see you on the next one guys. Thanks so much. Bye.